welcome to the first episode of something. Something. <laughs> we don't have a name yet, so that's good. But we will. Um, <laughs> I think uh, the best thing to do is probably just start off with introducing us. Yeah, I agree. And how we know each other. I and think that's um, a good idea. Yeah. Would you like to go first? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> oh, how nice of you. Um, all right, everyone. I'm Lena. I guess I don't really know. I'm a high school teacher. I teach French. And I've known G for about, how long have we known each other? Maybe four, five years. Four, five, four, five years? years? Yeah, yeah, we worked together at the Burundara Leisure Centre. Yeah. yeah. Saving lives. <laughs> Saving lives, left, right and centre. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, all we did was reception work, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Talk shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm Georgia, or G is also how I'm most affectionately known, I think. Mm. And um, yeah, I've known Lena for yeah four or five years. I, I can't remember now. I feel old. <laughs> yeah, right. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, don't, I don't have as a definitive career answer as you do that's for true. what I do. Yeah. Um, I'm something. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> something that's good. in an office. <laughs> no. I, I have a collection of degrees that I uh, collect dust. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess the short answer is I work in policy, which sounds kind of dry. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> when people ask me, what does G do for a living? I'm like, mm, something to do with policies. <laughs> yeah. I think I work in policy, but I'm still trying to work out what I want to do. Yeah, that's a good way of doing it. Which I think like is a nicer, neat segue to uh, <laughs> why we're doing this. Exactly. And what we want to get out of this and what we want to provide you you guys with mm. um so i think i mean i'll start by explaining why i wanted to do this and what i thought might come of this um and then maybe you can jump in as well with yeah your i think that's a good idea but i think like i guess the last uh, i'm 26 now the last six years have been some of the most like Wonderful, but also tumultuous. So how do you say that? What word? a word! <laughs> Just throw that one in there. <laughs> period of my life, um, and most people around me have had similar experiences. Yeah, I think like that. You get out of high school, and then suddenly the rug is ripped out from under you. And I feel like no mm. one really prepares you for that. I no. think like I remember going into high school and like parents and family saying like oh it's such a big transition like it's so challenging and hard but no one said that about your 20s no and I feel like it's so much harder. <laughs> so much harder <laughs> They're like oh yeah university you know yeah. you, no one's there to hold your hand you're just a number yeah. but no one said that about your 20s no and I think like that's really why I wanted to do this because I think I'm now in my mid-20s or pre-30s, as my oh, partner likes to 30s. remind me. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I still don't know what I'm doing or what I want to do mm. or, like, where to find, you know, that sense of purpose and meaning that we're all sort of conditioned to try and find. And um, I think that was kind of, like, the idea behind this is I wanted to have conversations with you, which we often mm. already do. Yeah. Um, and with other people and you know, maybe 
even provide others with a bit of like comfort that there's no right way to do this part of your life and there are so many ways to do it and I think that that's both a comforting and a terrifying idea (laughs) yeah um I think I've just grown up very much like you go to primary school you do high school then you go into university and then you jump into a career and it's just always been like that 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 Mm. and that's what I've done um because my parents the idea of a gap year between high school and university was just out of the question (laughs) um so I think getting to then a full-time job at the age of 23 Mm, is very young and I was very much like this is scary and I just don't feel like I'm ready to be in this job Mm. for the rest of my life disclaimer I do love teaching (laughs) I love my job but you're in it for 40 years. Yeah. I Actually, I read something over the, the Christmas break um, that was talking about just that, like that concept of you make a decision about a career, which is theoretically something you're going to do for 40 years, and you make that decision in either anywhere from like a matter of weeks <laughs> to a to maybe three or four years, which as a fraction, I'm not very good at maths, but that even I can tell that that's, you know, that's not very even for something that you're going to spend a lot of time doing. And that, um, yeah, this basically this guy's argument from what I was reading was that we should spend more time trying different things and that that's part of what your 20s um, and figuring out your career and things should be is just like trial and error. Exactly you know, thinking you might like something and then fucking hating it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and trying yeah. something different. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I just think you get to a certain stage, like it happened to me a lot during the pandemic where I would see my friends progressing to different life stages than me. Like I had my housemate, he bought a house with mm. his girlfriend, which I was like, wow, that's amazing. Meanwhile, here I am trying to make a working holiday visa mm-hmm. to fuck off to Canada for a year (laughs) so it just gets to you and I think that's the reason I want to do this podcast is because the comparison mindset can be an Mm. absolute killer in your 20s because you're just constantly thinking should I be doing that instead of what I'm actually doing right now yeah absolutely and it can be that can be a minefield because you can especially like without sounding completely cliched I think especially our generation we have everyone's lives in our pockets Mm -hmm. and you see the highlight reels of what everyone is doing and that in your 20s can look so different and it's I know for me I get so overwhelmed by the the choice of that because you know there are people that are buying houses and I'm like oh that looks kind of fun but then there are people like traveling the world and that also looks amazing there are people doing jobs that they like seem to love and absolutely thriving in yeah Yeah. and I don't feel like that (laughs) (laughs) and that is very confusing um and I think you're right as well. Like you suddenly go from this like linear pathway of um, you know school, and then some people tra- find that in university as well. I know that was me. I feel like I didn't feel completely lost until I graduated from my undergrad when I was like 22, and then suddenly I was like, oh, what do I achieve next? And there's no clear milestone. Yeah, yeah. milestone. Um. So yeah, I think that in short, that's that's kind of what we want to yeah bring to you, bring to you, talk about. Want to hear from you as well and hear from other people because I yeah there are so many there are people I know that are my age and they have 
four kids. Which yeah, is which insane. is insane to me because <laughs> I'm just so far removed <laughs> from that life. Yeah. yeah. I know people that are, you know, just everything that you can think of. And I think that that, that is wonderful as well as um, highly confusing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I think in terms of uh, today, maybe we can uh, help everyone get to know us a little mm, bit better. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, this is something... We want to, you know, do with when we have other people on the show, which hopefully we will um, you know, ask some some questions about them to get to know them and um, to, you know to get to know how they fit into this stage of life as well, um, and hopefully have some fun too. So I thought maybe we could ask each other. Some yeah, questions. I like that. Yeah, um, and I think I've, I've prepared some at random. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Just for context, G had put in our little document that we should write out the questions and put them in a jar so she took that literally (laughs) (laughs) and brought a jar with so many little questions in the paper whereas I've just written them down in my notebook and I'm just going to randomly point at one also works (laughs) um and I think we should do some at random but I thought because uh in the spirit of introduction Mm. and uh you know the theme of feeling uh-huh. uncomfortable and unknown in your 20s, I thought maybe we should both answer the same one. I think first. that's a good idea. Yeah. So I wrote down, um, and you know, feel free to reject this one and, and brainstorm a different one, but I wrote down, like, when was the first time you felt like an adult? Wow. it's <laughs> a good one. I think when you start doing things that you're not taught in high school mm-hmm. is when I really started feeling like an adult. Like, I was like, oh, God, i got to figure this out on my own. Um, so when I discovered taxes, <laughs> yeah, and no one had told me ever that I needed to do tax claims, <laughs> and so I I owed money to the Uh-oh. ATO <laughs> because I'd gone four years from the age of like fifteen to nineteen wow. not claiming my tax because no one ever told me that there was this money sitting there for me to take back, huh. and so I owed money to the ATO. I got yeah. some back, but. I had money to the ATO. So I think that's when it was like a hard lesson. Maybe not felt like an adult, but definitely felt like, wow, okay. So this is a thing that I have to do now. Yeah. Wow. I think that it, that's definitely something that they should teach in high school. There's so many things I they mean, should teach without in Without going on like a huge tangent, I think that like tax and safe sex, that's oh, like all absolutely. they need to teach in high school. Yeah. Because I don't use trigonometry or like... no. I don't know. Parabolas. Yeah, whatever else you taught us. <laughs> yeah. Grammar. Don't need that. <laughs> you might need that a little bit, my friend. <laughs> but, like, almost everyone has to do taxes and almost yeah. everyone has sex. And I think that's that's all you should learn. That's all you should learn in school, team. <laughs> Just Department of Education, if you're listening, just rewrote the curriculum for you. Um, anyway. What I about mean, you? Um, I mean... In a similar vein, mm. I think the first time I felt like an adult is when I had to buy things I didn't want to buy. Mm. So yes. <laughs> so the first time I moved out of home and then, you know, you make the realisation, you're like, oh, I have to buy, like, toilet paper. I don't yeah. want to spend money on toilet paper. That's so freaking boring. No. But everyone needs toilet paper. Everyone needs toilet paper. Or, like, you know, same with, like, cleaning products and like I get excited about food I still enjoy oh, yeah. a grocery shop there's lots of exciting things to discover but I don't get excited about bu- buying toilet paper maybe it's you should buy who gives a crap I get excited about getting a box full of colorful things in my <laughs> mail <laughs> I do actually <laughs> I, I think that's on the, on the flip side of that 
I also think I feel like an adult when I first got excited about like things that I would have found boring as a 15 year old mm. like you know buying like a cushion <laughs> buying a cushion or <laughs> buying I bought a Dyson vacuum cleaner when I first moved into my yeah. Richmond apartment I was like this is it yeah. this is very exciting <laughs> yeah or my, or my grandparents for my birthday uh this year they bought me like a casserole dish and I was like oh I needed this thank you this is where we're at <laughs> I no longer get toys I get cooking dishes <laughs> It's a very nice dish, but, you know, it's different. All right. Do you want to pick one of my jar questions? Oh, it's a nice thick paper too. Yeah. Are these index cards? cards? Yeah. Um, Sorry about my handwriting. Oh, this is a good one. Are you a spreadsheet traveller or a wing it traveller? I I think I'm – I want to be a wing it traveller. But I'm so not. I'm the same. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I spent $30 last year on a spreadsheet to plan my trip. What do you mean you spent money on a spreadsheet? It's a really nice. It has, like, 15 pre-programmed tabs and, like, they talk to each other. So you make, like, an itinerary in one and then it puts it in, like, a little calendar for you. And you can, like, put research information when you're, like, planning on what cars you want to hire or stuff like that and it all talks to each other and it mm. has links and it's it probably wasn't worth $30 but it was very cool their targeted <laughs> ads worked on me that's what counts <laughs> it was and cool that, and now I have it for life so okay, that's pretty cool I think okay, I okay. have to say I'm a spreadsheet traveler yeah I, I also want to be a wing it <laughs> traveler but that just kind of stresses me out yeah and also because plane tickets are expensive, mm. and I just I feel like I can't be a winged traveler. Yeah, I think I think the the COVID thing really kind of killed that a bit. Yeah, like just if I wanted to go away overseas next week, it, it would be a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and sorry, guys, we're kind of boring. <laughs> we are definitely yeah, spreadsheet, spreadsheet travelers. <laughs> Cheap ones. <laughs> All right. What is your current phone lock screen? Oh, it's a good one. Um. It is my three friends from my master's degree Aww. at my friend Maeve's birthday picnic. Um, so it's a Lucy, Maeve and Michael, and they're all teachers <laughs> <laughs> in Eddie Gardens. And it's just like a nice photo of the four of us because we don't have many of those. We take one yearly, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't, isn't that like the old catch? Like you don't take photos with like your best friends. Your best friends. Like yeah. me and G have no photos together. Yeah, pretty much. We have one from New Year's Eve two years ago. <laughs> And my graduation. And your graduation yeah. now. Yeah. Yep, so That's see, a once a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah, even, like, me and Rach and Tim, like, I have no photos with Tim. No. But I see him, like, all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is a cute one from Hawaii with Sam. Cute. On the GoPro. Yes. Um, so, with a big dorky selfie stick. But we just, like, look cute and happy and tanned. The view's not that even that good, but I just... We look relaxed. I'm sorry, did you just say Sam looked tan? Well, for Sam, <laughs> his arm doesn't. It's very white. It's very white. <laughs> but his face kind of has a little, you know. A little bit of colour. Holiday glow. <laughs> sorry, what I should have said is I look tan. <laughs> and we're on holidays. It's given relaxed vibes. That's true. It really does. It's a nice photo. Yeah. Right, let's do one more for good measure. One I'm more. I'm kind of having fun. Three. I'm having fun too. <laughs> what is something you're trying to unlearn? Ooh. Like a few things. 
But I'd say my uh, my current one um, that I'm focusing on most is uh, over apologizing. I think it's a very like woman ingrained trait. Mm, I agree. <laughs> um, that uh, uh, many women struggle with, and I think it's definitely something I want to be better at. I think I, I was talking about this the other day with some friends actually, and I was saying like, you know, it it's just stupid things that are never even close to being your responsibility but you feel like the need to apologize like if i had friends over for instance yeah and we ordered like takeaway from somewhere new that we wanted to try yeah and it was didn't taste that good i would feel like i needed to apologize for that even though it's not your fault it's at not all my fault at all no but i think i would feel like i tend to be like oh no it's my house and i mm. invited them here and we haven't had fun so i'd better say sorry for the bad takeaway yeah um so I think things like that. I want to be better at being like, maybe just stating the truth, like, oh, that was bad, that sucks, but not being like taking on the the, the responsibility, responsibility for it because yeah. you all agreed to yeah. have the food. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. And yeah, I think I, I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm working on it. Mm. Yeah. How about you? I think in the similar vein, learning how to say no. Mm-hmm. So I guess putting more strict band- boundaries in terms of like. If I'm not okay with something or if I don't want to do something, to just say no mm. and not make excuses for it. Like, not say, oh, I can't because I have something else on. Just be like, nope, I just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to come to the beach today, which I would never say. But, <laughs> 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 but like, no, I just don't want to hang out today. I'd rather just be by myself. All right. I think um, we also spoke about, and this is something we've done every year now mm. for a few years, maybe three now. This yeah. might be the third year talking about because it is still early jan um talking about our goals Mm -hmm. for 2023 and we've done this yeah like i said for the last three years yeah kind of in the spirit of keeping each other accountable share our goals with each other yeah it'd be fun to share them i agree with everyone Um, the ones that you feel comfortable with Mm. now i forgot to bring my (laughs) journal where my goals are but i had written them down on my phone, so mm. that's what I'm doing. Unlike nice. me, Georgia is much more organised. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll do my like light-hearted, sporty goals. Um, I always divide my goals into like little subcategories mm. because otherwise I just find it really overwhelming for my brain. Yeah. So on the sport side of things, I'd really like to do the Run Melbourne half marathon. Cool. Uh, I did that in 2021, but it was a virtual one considering we were in lockdown. Um, so I'd like to have the experience of doing a half marathon with people around me and around the city. In that similar vein, like joining a running group, I'd really like to have a regular running group that I go to um, and just being part of that kind of community a lot more that I couldn't do in 2021. Yeah, I like that. Mm. I'm a, as a fellow runner, mm-hmm. a big advocate of that one. <laughs> I'll do the same category, yeah. the health and fitness category. A little, it's health and fitness, but it's a little left of field. Mm-hmm. I've decided that I want to find and foster more community in sport. I think I am someone that does a lot of individual mm-hmm. sports. I've never been a team sport person. Um, I know it's probably something to do with being an only child or something. No, something like <laughs> Talk about that in your psychology <laughs> session, I think. <laughs> um, but I do, particularly as an extroverted person, I love people and I think that people and sport really good together and yeah. helps you be more accountable, have more fun. 
make some new friends. Um, so I think I want to, like you, I want to join a new running club um, and make an effort to go consistently and just, you know, make some friends that do the same kind of things. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's important because it can um, get lonely sometimes. I agree. And it's just like uh, I particularly found in winter last year it was so hard to get up and do mm. things because I was trying to train for a run and I was uh, doing all my sessions on my own and it was cold and dark and cold and dark. <laughs> Should <laughs> so I emphasise that? <laughs> so I thought maybe if there's other people, um, that will help with that. That makes sense. Slump. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Mm. Well, we'll see how we go on Wednesday. Yeah. We oh, yeah. We're going to try a new running group on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We'll report back. We'll report back. They look like nice people. <laughs> they do. From <laughs> social media. <laughs> mm, we'll do a mental health one. Yeah. Uh, aside from wanting to start up my psychology sessions again with my therapist, mm-hmm. I would, um, I've set myself a goal to journal every day. Nice. Last year I did a bullet journal like G has now, but I've decided that this year I want to focus more on writing down my thoughts and feelings that have come up during the day. Um, and sometimes I'll journal in the morning just to like say what I'm grateful for mm. and what I'd like for today to bring to me. Um, but just keeping track of how I'm feeling every day and like writing it down on paper is like good time for me to like process everything that's happened. And I just like to keep that going. I've gone 13 days so far, so nice. so far so good. <laughs> well done. You have to let me know how you go with that. I've never been like a journaler before mm. um, in terms of like writing feelings and thoughts down yeah but I've heard very good things yeah, it's so always recommended exactly <laughs> and like in high school I used to be an avid diary keeper Ooh. like very much like dear diary <laughs> so and so it looks really good today <laughs> <laughs> do you ever read them back now I do and I'm some of it I'm like <laughs> dear lord later <laughs> Maybe that can be a segment <laughs> later, just reads her read old diaries. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to that. <laughs> um, I'll share a similar one as well. I think under my personal and mental health category, mm-hmm. I want to try and t- attend a yoga class once a week. Very good. Yoga has been really good for me. I've been doing it consistently again, maybe since like, August last year, just once a week, mm. um, going to like a yin yoga class, which I have really loved. And I think it does amazing things for my head. So I want to keep that up. Yeah. Yeah. Yin yoga is so good. I think yin yoga is the only form of yoga I actually <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like magic. I think it stretches me a lot as well. Like you do that really deep stretching. Mm. But um, yeah, I think I really like what it does to my head mostly. So. Which when is I good. give that a go, yeah. try and go once a week. It's yeah. very good. Do you have a particular studio that you enjoy? Yeah, there's one in um, Hawthorne East in Campbell. It's amid the Dan Murphys there that I... They do a Sunday yin yoga class. And in winter, it's lit by candles, oh, which cute. is really nice. Yeah. Um, I like the studio and the teacher a lot, but I also just love the time. <laughs> it's a Sunday afternoon at 5 to 6 p.m. That is a good time. Um, and it's such a good time because it lets you sort of decompress from your whole week and your weekend and then sets you up fresh for the Monday. Yeah, almost yeah. gets rid of the Sunday scaries. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's a good one. I like that one. Thanks. My, like, fun goal. Yeah, hit me with a fun one. <laughs> a fun one. It's, um, I'd like to do trapeze classes. 
That is very fun. <laughs> <laughs> bit random, bit yeah. left field. Um, but I tried trapeze for the first time in a long time in Mexico and I thought it'd just be, you know, you jump and you just kind of swing from the bar. <laughs> but they were very adamant on making me progress and like teaching me all these tricks. So I got to do a, um, I forgot what it's called now, where I catch, uh, which was really cool. And they have all these tricks and I just love to sign up to a term of trapeze classes where yeah. I do that once a week. And I've looked at a few places, one in Brunswick. Nice. Uh, and so I just love to have that as like a side hobby. <laughs> That's so cool. That's a cool hobby. Yeah. I think we did circus class in year eight at school and we had to do it, go on a trapeze. And it's so it was fun. really cool. It's really cool. Like once you get over your fear of falling, falling, <laughs> Uh, the worst part is climbing the ladder, yeah. in my personal opinion, mm. um, because at least you have the net underneath you when you're doing the jump. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go one more each. Okay. I'll share a kind of fun one as well. Want to be more conscious of my consumption and not buy any new clothes again. Nice. I, again. It's again. <laughs> I tried this last year and I was somewhat successful i think i did cave maybe once or twice and i bought like a new dress and shoes when they were on sale um (laughs) but um trying to do it last year definitely Mm. made me a lot more conscious of my buying habits Mm. and what that actually means in like a sort of greater context um i think I heard something saying if all Australians bought like five less t-shirts a year, there would be uh, it would cut down like clothing waste by a huge amount. So that was a really lame statistic because it (laughs) I'm just ballparking, but it was definitely like five less and would make a big impact. I also doing it last year found so many fun secondhand markets and op shops. um, And places to hire clothes and there was just so many more outlets than I thought of originally for still having fun with Mm. clothes and fashion because I think that is part of like my identity I like clothes and I like you know making new outfits and stuff but um obviously like fast fashion is pretty horrendous for the environment and people and the supply chain and yeah so I thought I'm gonna try it again and maybe be a little bit stricter yeah um than I was last year and obviously like can buy new things new underwear and socks um but yeah, everything else I want to either buy secondhand or not at all because I have so many clothes already. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 And I think I want to, ex- I also have written down in my little explanation of my goal, is I want to extend it into other parts mm-hmm. of life as well. Like I think our default in this like modern society is to just be like, oh, I need like a new blah, blah, blah. I'll just go to Ikea or Kmart. Yeah. Um, or even like, buying gifts I um actually bought some of my Christmas gifts for people from op shops Mm -hmm. last year and you know it's just like one of them was just like a book for my mum and she loved it she loved it and it cost me five (laughs) dollars and it got a new life it's probably been read maybe once or twice before and and I didn't need to go and buy something that was brand new no um and I think I want to yeah try and do that with other things that's a really good idea yeah I like that I think this might sound really lame but I think I want to make sure this year that I am doing things that fuel my soul mm-hmm. and that I become more than just uh, Madame Lopez, the teacher, you know? Yeah. Like I just, I found that 
both 2020 and 2021, we didn't really have much choice but to really do our jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, like I started running and stuff and that mm-hmm. was a good thing on the side. But I think this year I'm very much, I'm just so much more than that. And I think that's also part of the reason I wanted to start this podcast yeah. is because I just have so much more to give <laughs> than just in a classroom context. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to become a spin instructor yeah, uh, to fuel my love for spinning. Yeah. <laughs> um, so little things like that, I just want to keep thriving in that sense of I'm developing who I am as a person more and more this year. Mm. Yeah. I think that's something I'd love to dive into a bit more on another episode with you because I think like you had this amazing year last year where you took time off to really do that yeah and you had your your gap year and you found other things in life that you love and maybe we can even dedicate a whole episode to that because I think it's yeah. super cool and I'm I'm so glad that you're bringing that back into your like day-to-day yeah. life because I think that's that's super cool <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> all right my last, last one, one um I've put it under the category of work because that's what I've had as a category for the last few years. But I think it's on a very similar note to yours. Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe I even took inspiration from you subconsciously. <laughs> and it's something, you know, doing... I've only been working full-time for three years now. And uh, without sounding a bit wankery, I think, like, the jobs I've done, I've sort of fallen into because of certain connections or mm. qualifications... Um, but they're not necessarily things I've like actively been like, yes, that is for me and that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I've tried to craft that thought into a goal. Um, it's very hard, it, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Especially when like people tell you like smart goals. I'm not sure this is exactly that, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I've written down, I want to foster balance and explore options in my working life that embody my values and allow me to be my best work me. <laughs> Speaking of lame. <laughs> um, so I think I'm, I've sort of written in more of the description, like it, it means things like I want to consciously notice what I do and I don't like about yeah. my current career or work. Um, and I want to build a path from that and let that guide me rather than, I guess, that external voices of people being like, oh, you would be so good at this or you should do this because you have x y degrees or etc um because i think yeah the last places i've worked there's been things i've loved there's been things i've hated um but i think i want those values to guide me because i'm someone that definitely struggles to separate that from my working life yeah i want them to blend together not everyone has to do that but that's um something i want yeah because i think me and you were the same in that regard like we can't segregate both of them no I, yeah. I was speaking about this with friends the other night too like there are people that can go to work and be like yeah this company doesn't really do what I would personally do or my values but hey we all need money and that lets me live my values outside of work mm. and I didn't think that that's wrong but I, I I've tried to do that and um I can't yeah <laughs> it just I gets I get really stuck in my head about it and um I want to be doing something that is helping me live my values. So um, stay tuned for what those end up being <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. It's still a work in progress. But, um, yeah, I think that, that that's my last goal. I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one to end on. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it feeds into this podcast very, very well. nicely yeah. as well. Yeah. So I think the way 
we sort of spoke about wrapping up our episodes is maybe ending on a couple of if you've got any recommendations from like the week things that have like made you think or you've done that Mm. you think other people would find fun or you've read or watched um and then yeah then Mm. we'll end (laughs) well my first recommendation like i I guess i'll give a recommendation um it's very like it's not going to add to your life Mm -hmm. in any way shape or form but I've been an avid fan of Ginny and Georgia oh. on Netflix since it came out. <laughs> and it was supposed to come out last year and yeah. it didn't. And it's finally come out the second season. So I've waited two years and it did not disappoint. Oh. So if you haven't watched Ginny and Georgia, it's definitely one of those easy watches that you could watch during the pandemic without having to think too hard. Yeah. Um, so highly recommend Ginny and Georgia. I actually don't know anything about that show other than... <laughs> In when it, the first season came out, there was like some controversy from Taylor Swift because they made like there was a line in the show that basically like implied that Taylor Swift was a bit uh, of a hoe oh. <laughs> with how she writes songs and stuff. Oh. And she like <laughs> tweeted at the show. That's literally the only thing I know about it. I clearly did not. <laughs> register that at all when I was watching the show. I think it's literally like one line and she got kind of mad about it and made a tweet about it. Oh. Um, well. But what is it what is it about? So it's about a mum, Georgia, mm-hmm. and her daughter Ginny mm-hmm. and they move around a lot uh, because the mum essentially is a bit of a criminal uh, and she's had a very hard life mm-hmm. and throughout the series you get flashbacks to how she got to where she is Um and it's about this mother raising her daughter and keeping in mind that her daughter is black mm-hmm. and her mum is white. Okay. So there's also a lot of talk about racism, yeah. um, a fair bit of sexism in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a really well-done show without it being too jarring, I guess. Yeah. Is it Woke Sugar? That's my favourite category of shows. Woke Sugar? I don't know what that is. So it's like shows... Um, like I don't know if you've ever watched like The Good Trouble or The, oh, yes. the Bold Type um, yep. shows that are like that easy to watch genre that maybe in the nineties was things like Sex in the City um, or like you know that or like Gilmore Girls or something mm. like that where it's like easy sort of family friend young adult yep. drama. Yeah. But now because it's twenty twenty three, it's like dealing with themes that are quote-unquote woke so exploring things like sexism or race um sexuality stuff like that but in like a very consumable natural way natural and like sometimes still that sugary drama of like oh my god three girls would never live in an apartment like that in new york or like get that promotion that quickly but it's still making you think a little bit yeah, it's like that. Okay, I would cool. say that category. So I, I think you'd enjoy it. I would. I should add it to my list. Yeah. Cool. Mine is like a little bit of a, a basic recommendation and it's also um, a little bit recycled. I think I heard someone talking about it recently and it's actually the article itself is maybe six months old now. Mm-hmm. But it's a New York Times article and I read it again because it's the new year and, um, you know, getting life advice and reflecting on life hacks yeah (laughs) at the start of the year is um you know a good a good time Mm -hmm. to do that and it's called i think it's called the greatest life hacks in the world brackets for now 
Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and it's just like a short little New York Times opinion piece article that just shares some like little one sentence life advices. And um, I just love stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I thought some of them were pretty relevant to what we're trying to do here on the podcast. Um, so things like anything you say before the word but does not count. So you know when people say like, I'm not racist, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, you are I racist. <laughs> like, the thing that made you weird as a kid could make you great as an adult. So that's really tapping into your inner child. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you were, like, the weird arty kid that, like, sat in the corner, like, drawing all day or something, mm. maybe you're really creative in the job you do now or a successful artist. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Um, this is another good one I liked. Just because it's not your fault doesn't mean it's your not your responsibility. That's good. That's I think good. I used to, as like a little kid and a teenager and stuff, I used to be like, oh, it's not my fault. It doesn't matter. I'm removing <laughs> myself from the situation. Yeah. yeah. And I think lots of people still do that now. Um, <laughs> this is a fun one that I kept repeating to Sam, my partner, um, because it's very, um, very me, uh, because I have a phobia of rodents. <laughs> and this one says, if you think you saw a mouse, you did. And if there's one, there are probably more. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't like that one. Oh, uh, can that be saying instead for spiders too? Surely not. Maybe. Actually, I mean, don't answer that. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll share. I'll share two more. Two more of my favorites. This one, I think, I'll share because it's very relevant to mm-hmm. your twenties. Um, it says. Build identity capital in your 20s. Do three fascinating things that job interviewers and dinner companions will want to ask you about for the rest of your life. Which I think is cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Mm. Last one that is also, I think, mega relevant to what we're doing here is don't try to figure out what your life is about. It's too big of a question. Just figure out what the next three years is about. Which I think is cool. It's also a big question though, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> like when you're when you're twenty six yeah. or younger or older sometimes. I think just this stage of life. Three years still feels like a long time. It feels like a long time. Like three years ago I was very different to what I am now. Yeah, and in three too. years I'll be nearly thirty. Sort of. I'll be twenty nine. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But I like thinking three years instead of yeah. Five, it seems a lot less. Absolutely, and I think life can be so unpredictable mm. that, you know, I don't know, something terrible could happen in six months that changes, like, the course of your life yeah. or something fantastic, and you don't know. Exactly. Anyway, that's my recommendation. There's a, a plethora of other good ones in there yeah. um, to, to read. I'm going to read that. Dig I'm going to read that on the bus home. Yeah, it's cute. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that that's... That's it for today. That's it. Yeah. Well done. Well done to you. <laughs> first, first go... We hope you enjoyed listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Probably my mum and, like, friends. <laughs> nah. Friends. I'm sure Ryan will listen to it. Yeah. Ryan's excited. Exactly. Ryan's exactly. my partner. By yeah. way. <laughs> I'll make Sam listen to it. I'll yeah. just play it on speaker at home. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Thanks. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded at the Victorian State Library on Rwandri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.